And hello again, it's James Reese recording another episode of the Cerebral Fit Podcast, episode 14. It is Tuesday, August 21st, 2018, so hope everyone had a really good weekend. I know it's Tuesday, and that's a question that's usually reserved for Monday, but uh, obviously today's Tuesday, so I'm not going to, you know, I'm still going to ask that question. Um, I had a great weekend. It was very, very eventful. Got to see some family members that I hadn't seen, and you know, some of them I hadn't seen in nearly ten years and beyond. And you know, you don't know what what to really expect when you see family members after a long time like that. I mean, you've always heard of oh, it's been such a long time, and then there's always those you know moments that can go sideways. But all in all, I think this past weekend was um, probably one of the best weekends I've had in years. You know, you you really let just let loose and kind of revert back to who you were as a teenager child especially and just have fun you know I think everyone needs to have those kind of weekends from time to time and it definitely was a one for the record books I will say that Um, I know in the last episode I mentioned that I was going to try and interview my father Um, however that did not happen you know we had a we had some father son you know, talks, you know, once you get the, the Michelob flowing and at a quinceanera. So, you know, you just have those good father-son talks and uncle talks in my case. But um, I didn't get the chance to interview my father at least yet. I think that that is something that we will do down the road once we can just get our times right. He's an extremely busy man as I'm becoming extremely busy myself. Um, didn't happen, but I think that once we can get down, talk some shop, we can really put a good video out there and just hear from an, uh, a pers- of the hear from another perspective aside from mine. I'm pretty certain y'all guys are sick and tired of just hearing my voice, <laughs> but you know we'll have to deal with it for now. Um, another eventful thing this weekend is I actually got to help my mother. She just joined a new um, gym over in Hobbs, New Mexico. It's called the Core. Um, just opened this year a few months ago hell of a facility very very well put together you can tell that they um what is it the same from jurassic park spared no expense yeah they didn't spare any expenses here uh the equipment's nice the place is clean Mm, friendly staff there's just so much to do there from swimming to the indoor track it's in a figure eight which is pretty cool a lot of cardio machines a lot of good free weights you know you got your hex bar you got your you know your squatting station you got your deadlift station free weights machines uh, techno gym machines which are state-of-the-art from what I can tell they have a nice tablet attached to each machine that tells you well counts your reps counts your sets and it tells you you know when you know the eccentric motion the concentric motion basically you know when you're powering up and powering down and it does help you develop a rhythm especially for those who are new to machines and i know there's a lot of us out there that don't like to do you know have our workouts focused on those machines um i'm picky with my machines that i use and with these techno gyms that I worked with that I was able to show my mom how to use, I was pretty impressed with the leg machines for the most part. The upper body machines, there was a few that I, would, I wouldn't mind having in my own personal gym. But the leg machines I really liked, especially the leg press. I thought that was a, a good machine. 
to really help develop the sense of rhythm, you know. Because I see a lot of those videos on Facebook, Instagram. I think I saw one on Facebook the other day. And a gym injury, if you will, where someone's on the leg press doing way too much weight that they needed to do way too much. I guess just to show off hot dog, whatever. And he ended up locking his knee out and hyperextending his leg. And um, I think it's still out there. I think, well, I've seen actually other videos like that. But, um, yeah. Speaking of injuries, um, I guess I have a minor one at the moment. Uh, Yesterday was my push day, chest day, emphasis on that. So I lifted a little heavy and you know, doing some incline bench pressing, decline, and then flat bench. And so yesterday I was working on the flat bench and I got a little heavy. So, you know, I started off 45 pounds, worked my way to 50, 55. And so I decided, hey, let's go to 60. And I hadn't done 60 in a while. I know that. And so I was able to get, you know, position myself was able to carry the weight, did three sets, but then, more than not three sets, but three reps, and then when I was going up, which I should have just dropped the weights on the damn floor, but, you know, I, I have my habits, I went up with it, and I slightly kind of tweaked my right wrist a little bit, and it almost, it went by so fast, it almost felt like a pop, and it didn't. About a year ago, I picked up my backpack wrong, believe it or not, and it did the same thing. So, you know, I'm doing this podcast with a bit of a wrist element, if you will. It's sore. It's not painful. There was no no swelling, no discoloration of that. So I know that I didn't do anything significant or major. I just think I tweaked it. And I don't know about y'all, but whenever I have an injury of any sorts, it really annoys me. Um, I just... It's that mind and muscle connection, if you will, and whenever I feel that there's something wrong, you know, it limits me and I can't work out to my full potential. So, of course, that's really going to bother me for the next few days, probably week. Um, you know, you hear a lot of things out there about working through injuries, working with injuries, not working out with injuries. Um, it's just a matter of the severity of it and how smart you are about working around it. Um, I know that I definitely won't be doing some dumbbell bench presses for a little while. I could probably still do some on the machine, maybe some cable on the cable machine as well. But that's just the importance of working through an injury and working around it. I know today is Tuesday, so which um, for at least the time being, that is my leg day. So I won't be using my arms for the most part or my right hand for the most part but it's um it sucks i hate i hate having tweaks like that it's not and this was all my fault i think i just i got a little overzealous if you will and i should have just dropped the weights on there i try to be that dude who doesn't want to drop the weights on the ground or anything like that try to make i don't want to be that gym bro but I think in this case, I probably should have been that Jim bro and just let the weights drop on the ground and yada yada. But I will remember that next time I do that. Um, it's not feeling too bad at the moment. I'm not really wanting to go out and get ibuprofen or, or any kind of pain meds. But I think in this case, I think I will just to kind of ease up on the pain. 
It's really just not painful, man. Messing with it right now. Definitely gonna have it wrapped for the next few days. Um, hot cold therapy, so I got some ice and icy hot. I think that'll help definitely get me back to where I need to be. And I'll just get smarter with the workouts, not too heavy. I'll still get some good high reps in, but nothing to the point where I overstrain it or, you know, do something worse to it. But I've been pretty fortunate with gym injuries. I don't, there's a, um, this one isn't going to keep me out of it. There's only been two times others in my life when I couldn't go to the gym. Um, I remember back when I was about 2008 or nine, I had a groin injury, I suppose, and that kept me out through the month of December, which was okay because November and December, for the most part, are just when it comes to dieting, god awful. Because you got no, you got Thanksgiving and Christmas, of course, so you tend to overeat and eat stuff that you normally wouldn't eat on your diet. And so, I kind of just figured then that you know a good month off from the gym wouldn't be so bad. Um, the last and trying to think what else there was one injury i did to my lower back that one that kept me off the weights for the for a little while i still did cardio and i went swimming instead and that helped me out a lot i was also biking so i was getting my conditioning better but i did i did stop lifting for a little while and i think in this case i mean of course i'm focusing on legs so um you know, on my lighter days, I think I'll, here for the next few days, at least this week, I will definitely keep it light, work around it, have it taped up, have it strapped up so it doesn't, so the mobility is, is still kind of restricted. But yes, I will definitely not be doing those 60, 65 pound PBRs for a little while longer. <laughs> Maybe I'll stick to 30 or 35. But needless to say, just be careful out there with what you're doing. It happens to all of us. There is not a single person in the world who's been going to the gym for years that has not been injured or had a slip up. I don't care who you are. Um, it happens to everybody. And you work through it. You work around it. In some cases, um, you know, you can't. You have to sit out and heal. And, you know, that's just the nature of the beast. Thankfully, this wasn't a severe injury. I was afraid when it happened that I was like, you know, because now that my career is, is focused around my own physical well-being and appearance, that it was going to ha harpen me, but or dampen me, I guess, whatever word we'll use there. But, you know, I kept an eye on it the rest of the day. It didn't swell up, no discoloring, so I didn't, nothing major was seriously done. So it's just a tweak, just a tweak. So... Um, that did lead me to sleeping in today and focusing on my recovery. Um, when I say recovery, you know, that you is very important too when you're not injured and injured. Um, when you're not injured, recovery really focuses on sleeping and just what you're doing to help your body repair after the workout you've done. Because, you know, every workout that you do, you're tearing up your muscle fibers. And then after you're done, you have to, you know, essentially get your body back to normal. So, um, I know sleeping is definitely very essential. And a year ago, when I wasn't on a different a job schedule, I was working for a shift at TSA. And when you're getting up at 2.30 in the morning, you're, not, you're losing a hell of a lot of sleep. So in my case, I was getting about averaging five days a week, at least between three to four hours of sleep, which is not good. Not good. I know you're going to do it for a job, but that's still not very good. 
So my energy levels when I went to the gym later on in the day were, I conditioned my body to get used to it, but it still wasn't what I needed to, to have in order to recover right. So once again in January when I changed my schedule and was able to sleep in more, that's when the gains started coming in, the weight loss started coming easier, and you know here I am now. So I don't want to push myself too much. I know that me personally, I love to get my workouts done at the beginning of the day rather than the middle of the day or even late at night. Um, I know when I'm recording this, I'm actually going to do a gym session probably here within the next hour or two. But it's just important that you get your rest in, you know, for your mental and physical well-being. Um... I can't stress that enough. I mean, of course, the average you hear about from the so-called experts is seven to eight hours, which um, for some people, a lot of people out there, that's what they need. I'm someone that typically who will naturally wake up between after five or six hours. And if I get less than three and four, I'm awake, but I'm not that awake. But about the five or six hour mark, my body's rested enough to get up and be okay for the rest of the day now if i get seven eight hours um i'm great but there have been those occasions when i just still felt droggy throughout the rest of the day. droggy is that even a word i just make that up i think i am making up words on this podcast <laughs> but yes um sleep is very essential i know that my water intake is significantly increased and that has helped me out a lot with my weight loss and keeping my weight balanced. I know I haven't weighed myself in nearly, I want to say a week and a half, and I'll probably will this week. But I'm pretty certain after the weekend I had where um, you're going to, some weight loss was going to, weight lo- well, I say weight loss, maybe, maybe I lost weight, I don't know. But I definitely broke a lot of my dieting rules, you know, had a lot of fried foods. You know, when you're in Hobbs, New Mexico, there's a lot of Mets, great Mexican food joints. So you're going to go there and you're going to chow down, whether it be at home or elsewhere. So this week, I, I will really focus a lot um, in the gym, at least working around the small tweak I have in my right wrist. Probably a lot more cardio, high intensity cardio. So some hit training. I know yesterday I did some the little circuit I made for myself was battle ropes for about 20 seconds and then I immediately switched to kettlebell swings and then I switched to jump roping and the span that took that did that took about a you know I did three rounds of that you know at a minute and a half without really having too much of a rest period I think my rest period was like five seconds so it was it was pretty intense and that was my warm-up but I believe this week I will incorporate more of that today um kettlebell i might give a rest today i know that that can definitely help out your you know the way it moved in my hips and stuff but i think i'll give that a rest um i would love to go running i know that i'm getting back into that i'm trying to master my mile get that under 10 minutes try and get it at about nine about nine minutes and 30 seconds and then gradually go down of course um my best mile ever which is it nothing compared to some of these other tremendous athletes out there? It was about six minutes and 41 seconds, and that was up in the Pacific Northwest. Of course, the elevation was lower, so I was able to breathe better, but I believe that I can still do uh, an even better mile, you know, down here in the West Texas area, despite the fact that the elevation is higher. That's a goal of mine that I'm setting for myself. 
that I could get back to mastering that mile and a half. Um, I was working with a client earlier today, and the way that I told them that I train and that I'm probably going to end up training the majority of my clients is that I want you to be functional. I want you to, you know, be able to do what, you know, you should be doing normally and then some. And that really, I think, is something that, based off the clientele that I've met the past month, this is what a lot of them are trying to do. I haven't met anybody yet that was like, well, I'm trying to get gain some muscle for a show or I'm training for... Actually, yes, I do take that back. I do have one client that I've worked with that is training for a race. And so, and he's a bit older than me, but he's strengthening up his core, his, his overall just well-being so he can get ready for that race that he has in Las Vegas. It sounds really interesting and one I would love to do, which is, I think, you know, a race around the strip. I mean, you kidding me? <laughs> Sign me up. So, but functional training, going going back to that and what I told my client earlier, that the way that I've always trained, and I say the the way I've always trained, I, I let me let me put that in a different con, under a different context. Since I was about 22 years old, I've trained and trained to be in the condition to take any law enforcement test out there. And that is something that I really don't want to let go of because it makes you ready for anything for the most part. I mean, if you have to run a mile or two, I'm ready for that. If I have to lift something heavy immediately, I'm ready for that. I mean, it's function. It's functional. It's almost that survivalist mentality of just being ready for, for anything. You know, if I have to, you know, become a pugilist all of a sudden, I'm ready for that. You know, conditioning is huge with me. Um, however, I, I have been contemplating about maybe venturing into more of the physical bodybuilding aspect of things, um, physique contest and all that. I mean, it's, I know how to cut, I know how to bulk. And as my father explained to me this weekend, a former personal trainer himself, you know, he wanted to remind me that of all the things you have to give up diet-wise in order to achieve that, which um, the past few months with my weight loss, I did give up a lot, but that was good. It was a good way to lose that weight, but also work on that discipline of not eating fried foods all the time, of not of knowing when to say no, of when to say yes, and that is a discipline in itself. You know, it's diet and discipline, the two Ds. Those are the things that I feel are very imperative in anyone's health, you know. So I'm not too sure if I'll venture down that path. I'm afraid that, you know, working with Kelsey, I know that she's still conditioned as hell. She's someone that can probably do a marathon on the drop of a hat if she wanted to. But, you know, I'm just, she's actually, this is her last week, so I'm trying to gain as much knowledge through her as I can. But we'll see and cross that bridge if I ever do want to go that route. I know that in this business, being a, a competitor, a physique, you know, you'll certainly become the walking billboard that most gyms want in their personal trainers. But at that same time, I'm not too sure if I want to give up that mentality of being ready for anything from a physical and mental standpoint. Um, because it does take work when you're a bodybuilder. And I'm saying work, and I'm very underselling that. Um, you know, your diet, you, you, you go through that a major, you know, calorie defi deficiency in order to cut. 
So your energy levels are going to be all flustered. Your moods are going to be flustered. I mean, you're going to be hungry, hangry, you know. And if you go to the gym and you actually see a lot of individuals who are probably, you know, drinking that big bottle of water, carrying that with them, that's because that helps, you know, you know, keeps the hunger down. You know, I actually have started doing that myself. It's, it's helped me out. But chances are if you see someone in the gym that's doing that and they appear to be a little larger than life, if you will, then they're probably preparing for a show. So just going to throw that factoid out there. But, oof, man, it's just been a very good week um, or weekend. Uh, I know I told my client earlier that I was talking to is that I'm not big a fan of Tuesdays. And I really am not. And I really am not. I just never really, I never liked them. I like Mondays. I like Wednesdays. I like Thursdays. I like Fridays. Saturdays, Sundays, whatever. Just not Tuesdays. So I told myself earlier that maybe on Tuesdays is when you should make make it your podcast day you know go and look forward to recording that editing it you know give tuesday a purpose aside from waking up in the morning and working (laughs) add some additional purposes to it and i think that's something that i am going to do you know so that's since why i'm recording it on tuesday um i still really haven't developed a a time frame of how many days a week i want to do this i know like when i first started off i was doing them every day and then that kind of went from every day to two, three days to two days to one day. Um, it's just a matter of what material I got and how I'm feeling. If I'm having a great day that I learned a lot, I'm probably going to record it. and just go from there. Obviously, I'm not a professional because I'm doing this in the confines of my duplex. I've actually moved it from my bedroom to my kitchen. So I got a bit more room to sit, sit up in a chair, you know, have a desk to write out on that type of thing so it gives it a bit of a more professional take but still much work is to be done very well so um trying to think if there's anything else i want to talk about that might might be in my mind i suppose there is um big week in professional wrestling obviously with SummerSlam. so i know i've talked about that before but Massive professional wrestling fan. Um, Ronda Rousey, you know, has made her way into the WWE, which isn't shocking. And actually, I think is going to, you know, along with Brock Lesnar, who is on his way back to the UFC. I think this is a really good stop for a lot of the UFC fighters to make. Um, Professional wrestling, for the most part, is a very unique entertainment um, product. It blurs the line specifically between you know a role a character and a real person and who they are and as someone who's met his fair share of professional wrestlers you know it's it's really tough to not call them by their you know professional wrestling name like you know of course the rock his name is Dwayne Johnson but he's always going to be known as the rock and so I'm sure he gets a lot of people who call him the rock or you can you know you got Stone Cold Steve Boston he's Stone Cold to a lot of people and so when they approach these individuals you know they they don't know what to expect you know, are they going to get the, the guy they see on TV or are they going to get the person that, you know, off the cameras? So I made it a habit to not really approach them too much because they are still very much like the rest of us. They're human, you know, and, you know, they should be treated as such and not treated as, oh, oh my God. Not saying I've had my fanboy moments. I've had one or two of them, but just still treat them like human beings, folks. They pay the bills, they eat, they do everything else that we do. They just have a bit more of a microscope on their life than we do. 
and I say this as an aspiring podcaster who has now put his voice out in cyber cyberland. Is that the is it is that the term techno the term we're still using? But yeah, I'm putting myself out there for sure. So if I ever get married this year and have some children in the next five six years, they're gonna be hearing their daddy's voice on iTunes. But um, I'm trying to think what else. I finally saw some movies this week. I saw Jumanji for the first time. I thought that was that was a lot better than I thought. I was expecting kind of like a Disney movie, Kitty, if you will, a little a little safe. And no, this movie it it was pretty funny. Had some crude humor that I can be a fan of at times. I know that in my own personal life, I'm not too into the toilet humor. I just that humor really doesn't appeal to me but i like dry a dry sense of humor think the office think parks and rec that type of stuff um i did love deadpool that has a lot of that toilet humor in it but i mean i still found it to be pretty hilarious but i am a comic book guy so i'm a bit biased on that you know so started up we got the nfl popping up again uh i got the espn app on my television now so we were able to watch me and my roommate some preseason football last night, which was pretty cool. It was kind of, it's August, it's the fall. You know, you want to be able to watch some be- football or basketball on your TV in the comfort of your own own home. And so I cut the wire, the cable wire years ago. So the only times I really get to, you know, at least in a house is either going to my folks' house or a friend's house. But it was nice to have that ability to do that here. Um, we saw the Bravens and the Colts play, and they both had their moments, I think, that, I think they're good wild card teams. There's a lot of work to be done there. Lamar Jackson for the Ravens. I think he started off a bit frazzled, you know, but he's starting, he started to finally pick it up. I think he has a lot of potential. Uh, Brissett, though, from the Colts, I was really impressed with. I think that, in my opinion, he was doing a lot better than Andrew Luck, the presumed starter for the Indianapolis Colts at quarterback. Um, quite honestly, I've never really been that. I never really got Andrew Luck. I didn't think he was – I still don't think he is as – well, he came in to replace Peyton Manning, and I'm sorry, that's just not going to happen. You know, I know that we're kind of going back four, five, six years, but that's just not going to happen, people. And I think it was just a bad move on Indy's part to do what they did. Um, not, you know, not bad for Peyton Manning. He went off to the Denver Broncos, won a Super Bowl, and instantly became their second greatest QB ever. You know, even though he didn't play as long as Elway did. So, I mean, what does that say about his ability? The sheriff, if you will. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Colts, the Ravens, and a few other teams. Um, I'm keeping my eye on the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, you got Texas Tech, Patrick Mahomes. He's, um, he, I think, is going to surprise some people. I think he, well, I've, I've made the prediction outside the podcast, and it was, it may have been a little Michelob induced. I'm not gonna lie, but I did predict that the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cleveland Browns are gonna be in the AFC Championship. I know that's the craziest prediction ever. It's probably not gonna happen, but stranger things have happened. I do think Cleveland will be an eight-win team this season if they stay healthy. Um, I think Tyrod Taylor is an excellent QB. I think he's got a lot of potential there to really t- turn that team around Baker Mayfield has actually been looking decent he's got he's got the tools around him to to get better um Des Bryant 
supposedly might sign with this team. This team, I'm not too sure about that. Des Bryant is almost Terrell Owens 2.0, 3.0, whatever. Um, but in the more negative aspect of t- of being like To, um, I'm a To fan of his playing ability, his outside choices. I mean, he hasn't been in jail or anything like that, but I think his his attitude can be a bit better. Um, same with Des Bryant. I just I think he's got a hell of a he's a hell of an athlete, but I don't know. You just the company you surround yourself with people, and that does make a difference. Um, Kawhi Leonard is another example of that kind of shifting to the NBA, but you know you got to surround yourself with some good company and not a bunch of yes people or you know that type of stuff. But. I think that might be it for today, at least this episode. I know that it's we're nearing that 30-minute mark, and I don't want to drag this out. I've covered, I felt, a lot of stuff. You know, Once again, I think that that's where we're going to be heading into some of these future episodes where I can interview someone else about just their relationship to fitness and all that and just life in general. That's definitely coming up soon. I know... I know that with the Anchor app, if you go onto the website or the app, you can contribute to the podcast. And I, once again, would greatly appreciate that if you do so. I know I already have one contributor as it is. And so with that contributor, um, who I will not name at this time, uh, I will definitely be sending them some workout deals. I know that they, um, as of today, you know, are going back and... um, readjusting some things health-wise, getting ready to enter that spectrum again in their life. So what I'm going to do since they've contributed to my podcast is I'm going to provide them a basic outline of what they need to do to to dust off the muscles, if you will, at the gym and get started on the right way. So that is just something that I think with this contribution thing with Anchor that I will do. I know that based off the what I saw price-wise, I know it starts off at 99 cents a month, 4.99 a month, and a 9.99 a month, which that's pretty cool. I mean, if you get like a thousand people who are subscribing at, I don't know, 99 dollars a month, that's extra income, you know, and that's extra stuff to buy and make this podcast better. And that's my goal with this podcast is to, you know, take it from where I'm at now in a duplex in Lubbock, Texas, to somewhere even much better. Get better equipment, bring in people, call people, interview people. You know, I'd still would love to interview, like, I mean, <laughs> who the hell wouldn't want to interview Arnold Schwarzenegger? Who the hell wouldn't want to interview, you know, interview Dwayne Johnson or some other, you know, interesting people out in the world of fitness and even entertainment? Why not? You know, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, that dude, he's a beast in the gym. Um, you know, Ronda Rousey would be pretty cool to interview. Um, I'm kind of biased. <laughs> with the professional wrestlers, but I would love to t- sit down with them, talk to them, shop about how they keep fit on the road, their diets and all that type of thing. But that is just something that I'm exploring over here at this podcast. And it's, you know, it's work, people. It's work. It's like everything else. Uh, I know my buddies over at the Sneaky Bands podcast, they're doing some good stuff right now. If they believe they're going to drop a pretty interesting episode this week, I'll you know, so check them out on the Anchor app. I'm not too sure if they're available anywhere else right now. I still got my buddies over at the uh, Antisocial Podcast. They're on YouTube. That's what they're doing. They're still over on the YouTube. They do a lot of that video stuff, and they're really good at it. So check them out as well. 
Um, as for me, you can subscribe to my podcast on the Anchor app, of course, um, Spotify, iTunes. Um, you got, man, Overcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher. I mean, you know, we started with just the Anchor platform, but now we have gone to iTunes, which was one of the small goals at the very beginning. So um, hitting that subscribe button, especially on Anchor or iTunes, makes it easier for you to listen and keep up to date with what I'm putting out here. Um, I know myself, I'm probably going to incorporate a bit more video. I do have a YouTube channel that I did start that I haven't messed with in a little over a month or so. It was mainly to promote and review gym products which i haven't gotten any in a while but i do actually have an under armor box coming in soon so i probably will drop a video on there i do have an instagram account for the cerebral fit podcast it is under at cerebral fit so please look me up on there and add me um, i'm still fiddling around with that content wise on what i'm going to produce and put on there i still have my personal account at jaruiz 924 that's on instagram Please look me up on there. I'm still posting workouts on there, even though I told myself that I would just primarily use the Cerebral Fit account for that. But I still have, I'm still building that one up. So I will still really focus on my personal account is using that to build up my fitness account. So I know with it being the last week uh, with my trainer that she's off um, to her future endeavors, but I'm located here in Lubbock, Texas. So if you do at every point, any point, any juncture, feel that you would like um, some personal training, definitely give me a call. Um, my number will be, I'm not too, well, you know what, we won't put the phone number out. <laughs> but what I can say is you can, please, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Facebook. Please direct message me if you are interested in doing some personal training. Um, I can definitely, we have some package deals that I can get you going on or I can create one for you. Um, we just want to get you in there and get started. Yeah, it's, it's an investment, folks. It truly is an investment in yourself, especially if you are trying to retake your 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 health, your personal well-being, your mental and physical health. And I strongly encourage everybody out there to do so, you know. But feel free to contact me. If you have any questions regarding just tips at the gym, tips outside the gym in terms of just how to work out, what not to do, what to do, and so on. Uh, dieting, I can still help you out on that. I'm not a licensed nutritionist or dietitian, but I can definitely steer you in the right direction of what to avoid. Uh, first tip that I'll say, avoid any foods with high corn fructose syrup. That is something that I did that helped me out immensely in my weight loss so i advise you to do the same thing so one of the things that i dropped of course was cokes pepsi products soda uh that's got a lot of hcfs in it and hcfs folks is practically in my opinion it's poison so you know the more that you get the more you rid it of your life and out of your food uh the better off you are i guarantee it so that's just going to be my first tip of the week in terms of <laughs> food tip diet tip whatever so but I think that's it for today, everybody. Um, it's time to get ready for leg day. I still got another client to meet with later, but I still got myself to take care of. It's just a matter of finding which gym I want to go to. I have like six to choose from. So, But it's been a pleasure once again recording. I hope everyone's having a great week. Uh, take care out there. Contribute. 
watch yourselves out there. It's a crazy world, and I'll see you down the road. Ruiz out.